Hello and welcome to the Joy Mom Summit. I am so excited to have you join us here on the podcast. I have some incredible speakers and I have a surprise speaker, talk number eight. I am so excited that you're here and I know, I just know that God has something for you, mama friend. You are meant to live a life of joy and intention, purpose, and peace, and that's why you're here at the Joy Mom Summit. So may this conference-style summit bless you, and let me know how it went for you. Definitely email me, reach out at 500secondstojoy at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Now let's get into this Joy Mom Summit and let's give thanks to the Almighty God, the Joy Giver. Okay, friends, it's Stephanie here at 500 Seconds to Joy, and we're talking about food. It's really not about the food, but we're going to talk about food triggers. This book is written by Amber Leah. She is a certified health coach and a best-selling author. And this book is called Food Triggers, Exchanging Unhealthy Patterns for God-Honoring Habits. And Amber, you may recognize that name because she's written several other books, Marriage Triggers. She's written Triggers for Parents, you know, just some incredible tips and advice. And this book specifically, she's focusing on food. And I really appreciate that she takes each trigger, like maybe it's boredom, and we're going to talk about that today in in today's interview, and maybe it's boredom, right? And she gets really practical with it, and she encourages you. She has prayers in this book. It is a great read, and it's very inspiring if you struggle with eating too much or eating unhealthily or using eating as a coping mechanism, any struggle with food, which I feel like that's a lot of us. I know I eat too much when I'm bored or stressed or tired, Um, or maybe I don't eat the right things. I make unhealthy choices. I think we're all human, right? (laughs) We all do this in some way. So I really appreciate this conversation with Amber and she is so biblically minded friends. She points everything back to God. That's why the subtitle is exchanging unhealthy patterns for God honoring habits. And this was such an excellent conversation. I know you're going to walk away inspired, but also equipped. So make sure you go grab her book, Food Triggers. Because she's really helping readers experience physical and spiritual transformation by examining both internal and external triggers that may be at play in your life. So she's also sharing spiritual truth in here to combat each trigger. Like I said, it's practical. And she has prayerful solutions, these practical solutions, so that you can incorporate new healthier habits to replace the old reactionary lifestyle of the past. So we're going to really dive into boredom and stress in this conversation. And man, it's just so good. I just 
I'm going to stop talking so you can hear from Amber. All the links are in the show notes to um, grab her book. You can learn more about her at amberalia.com. And without further ado, let's hear from Amber. Hey, Amber. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. It's a joy to have you here. Thank you, Stephanie. I feel joyful being here. (laughs) I love it. Well, everybody, Amber, you may have heard of her. She is an author and she wrote this incredible book that I told her came at the perfect time for me. And I know it will bless a lot of you. It's called Food Triggers. And this is just such a breath of fresh air for moms. It's easy to read. It's simple. And it's just really not only inspiring, but equipping. You're really giving us uh, practical, tangible things to do, and it's anchored in God and prayer, which I'm all about. So I'm really excited to chat about your book. And let's just get started kind of talking about just in general why you wrote this book and, you know, what is it really about? Um, how can we exchange mm-hmm. these unhealthy patterns for God-honoring habits? Let's get it started with kind of the bird's eye view of your book, and then we'll get more specifically into um, two of the triggers you talk about, which are boredom and stress. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Well, you know, I I feel like your audience in particular is very special to my heart. I love moms. I love uh, women who are really seeking to learn and grow in every area of their lives. And that's how I felt a few years ago when I realized that I was not (laughs) thriving in my life as a mom. And there were a few different reasons for that. And I've written about that over the course of um, my life. But with food triggers, the subtitle is Exchanging Unhealthy Patterns for God-Honoring Habits. And I recognized about three years ago I live in California and we were very active and outdoorsy here, but I had come to a place in my health journey where I didn't even want to get up and out. My kids would ask me, mom, let's go in the trampoline or let's go to the park. And I just was exhausted by mid afternoon. And that's because I have four boys. You know, we affectionately call our house a testosterone home and that's what it is. It's very loud and noisy and it's a lot. And when I, when my for oldest three boys were little, they were three boys, four and under. And that took a toll on me. And so I had been a pretty healthy fit person um, through my adulthood. Even after my first two sons were born, I, I was okay. I still had some baby weight that I retained and I didn't care. I was proud of the fact that, you know, I had this body that had, you know, raising these kids. But as time went on and the pressures of adulting um, came into my life, and as I began to experienced some really high stress, um, a move um, away from friends and family, um, and then a a miscarriage and a number of issues, I just began to turn to food as a coping mechanism. And I really just became mindless about it, actually. And then when my happy surprise baby, Quaid, he's five years old now, but he had turned two, three years ago. And I looked at myself and I said, you know what? This is not baby weight anymore. Amber, you're tired you've gotten out of control, your emotions are getting the better of you, you're not feeling the fulfillment that you want to in your life, and you're using food for a purpose it was never intended to be. And that was for me comfort and reward and stress management, and it wasn't working. And so I came to a point where the turning point for me was I literally had to go buy another size bigger 
um, jeans. And I was like, look, you know, this isn't a, just all about the scale. Like there's something going on at the root where I'm not being satisfied with the one who is my true satisfaction. And I need to get to the root of that and figure this out. I also need to get real practical. And I um, released 85 pounds and that was three years ago. I've kept it off and now I'm just paying it forward and trying to help other people find freedom because it doesn't have to be overwhelming or super hard or complicated. Even as busy moms, we can prioritize our health so that we can be around long-term for our kids and to feel better ourselves. And then just to be strong enough and stable enough emotionally to do the good kingdom work that God is calling us to do. Wow, Amber. Like, as you're talking, that is me. That is where I'm at. Um, you know, a big move. Yes, we just moved across the country away from family and mm -hmm. just had our third, well, not just, but 10 months ago. Uh -huh. um, so pretty recently. And we have five-year-old, three-year-old, 10-month-old. So, yes, I, I Stephanie, you're, you're breaking up. I, I can't hear you. A second. No, not yet. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. I'll just cut this out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Did you hear the part that I was saying that I was that, saying? That um... You related to it, yeah, and, and the move okay. and, yeah, and, and a 10-month-old. Uh-huh. I heard that. Okay, okay, you heard that part. Okay, I'll just pause. So I can totally relate to what you're saying and and where you were at, because that is where I am. And that's why I was telling you, uh, this book came at a perfect time. And I know the listeners, I know some of you are there too. I know that it might feel like, where do I go from here? How do I exchange these unhealthy patterns? So I appreciate you sharing just your heart behind this book, because I know that I relate to it, and that means our listeners will relate um, because really we're all on this journey together. Mm -hmm. I haven't yeah. gotten it figured out. Nobody mm -hmm. has, right? We need no. God. We need a Savior. <laughs> and that's why your book points to him, and I just love it. I love that you said the subtitle um, because that is what really drew me in when I saw unhealthy, exchanging unhealthy patterns for God-honoring habits. That got me thinking, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. Well, what is the unhealthy pattern? So I think one of them, especially for busy moms um, that are staying at home, that maybe are feeling bogged down by all the kids stuff and they're missing the adult interaction. Um, maybe they're going to their phone for that connection. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're checking out and maybe just maybe they're reaching into the pantry. I know right. that happens to me um, yes. when we're bored, right? right. So mm -hmm. 
that can really happen. Even when you're busy, you can feel bored at home with yeah. young kids. And I right. think it's good to just normalize that and, and yes. tell everybody it doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It's right. just, it's part of the deal. And it's part of our, um, I call it our sanctification process to kind of yeah. root out some of those things within us that God wants to mm-hmm. um, just refine. So let's talk about this, this idea. Let's talk about this idea that dissatisfaction leads to a desire that really hit me square between the eyes. Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that's me. So when we're bored and feeling dissatisfied, it leads to this desire. So can Mm -hmm. you talk about this? Yeah. So, you know, first of all, I think it's super important, especially for moms when we're home, you know, I loved being home with my kids. I had been a teacher, for 10 years. I loved my students. I thought I was going to be an amazing mom. It turned out it was harder than I thought. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I write about that in some of my other parenting books. But when I started on this health journey, I recognized that I also had these pieces in me that weren't feeling fulfilled, that I wasn't fully stepping into all the things that God wanted me to do with my life. And I was turning to food as a way to find a temporary pleasure instead of a long-term satisfaction. And so I think it's important to ask ourselves, like, is my pattern of behavior temporary pleasure or escape? Or are the things that I'm doing and the things that I'm thinking actually setting me up for a longer-term satisfaction that's really lasting and also honors God? And I looked at my habits and I realized that wasn't true for me three years ago. And so I needed to get that dialed in. And when I did, you know, the thing is about obedience is when we steward this temple well, right? When we follow conviction, loving conviction from the Holy Spirit, obedience always gives birth to blessings. And so there's an instinctive desire that we all feel to live life to the full. And it cannot lie dormant. We were created for purpose. That instinct will not lie dormant because we're created for purpose. I just wanted to say that again. So here's what happens. It'll always find a manner in which to present itself. So we have to either pick a poison or find our purpose. And so for a lot of us, it's a poison. You know, it's shopping. It's turning to food. It's scrolling on the phone, whatever it is. And we can do some of those things and it not be a problem. But I clearly had some issues because I was overweight. I turned even to a person who would be qualified as obese. And I knew that I was using food for an intention that it was never intended to be used for. And so I began to just spend more time with the Lord and say, Lord, what do you want for my life? Where am I not leaning in? Where am I not feeling fulfilled? And what is the purpose that you have for me next? Um, Some of us get so sucked into our lives as moms that we forget that we're, we don't have to be only a mom, right? Even, even though that's an incredible honor and, and we can give it our all, the difference is, are we doing it as unto the Lord? Because 1 Corinthians 10 31 says, everything I do, whether I eat or drink can be to the glory of God. So I recognize that even in my parenting, I was just kind of muscling through. I wasn't doing it from a spirit of, This has purpose because it honors the Lord. When I serve my children, I serve the Lord. And so there's a lot of, you know, personal growth and spiritual growth that has to happen there if we're going to grow in this way, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. We can do it simply 
just one kind of step at a time. Um, but I really hope that that women in particular can latch on to this and just know that if you're turning to food, there is a much more satisfying option in turning to the Lord and finding what is your purpose? Why are you bored? Why are you not satisfied? When do you eat? Why do you eat that thing? And start examining that and then putting in a holy disruption with a healthy habit that's actually going to serve your life and not detract from it. Whew, I was taking deep breaths as you were talking. <laughs> that is so what I needed to hear. And again, I know everybody listening needed to hear that. And, you know, I just want to say this podcast is that for me. This podcast and getting to yes. interview wonderful people like you and read books that I would not have read otherwise, mm -hmm. just connecting with so many amazing guests and wow, this, this is fulfilling something within me that I knew God wanted, wanted me to use these mm -hmm. gifts I have. He mm -hmm. wants me to write. I know that, you know, the devotions I write in my newsletter, it gives me a sense of purpose and Right. Yes, it's it takes that time getting quiet with God, though, um, which can be hard as a busy mom. I totally, totally get it. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing how God uses that time, even if you carve out five minutes of quiet to really put the phone away, you know, get the distractions out of your mind, out of your sight, close your eyes and get quiet with him and maybe have a journal with a pen because right. he's, he's maybe ready to say something to you. Um, I mean, he's always speaking to us, but when we really take that time, I just want to say that it has blessed me so much, giving me so much peace and direction. And even the title of this podcast came from him mm -hmm. in a quiet moment of prayer with him. So just everything you're saying, I'm completely resonating with. And you're so right that when we ask ourselves those hard questions, I think that's what's so nice about your book. It just gives us that opportunity to pause and ask right. those hard questions. Mm -hmm. Like how, just kind of look at it under the microscope and say, how, how am I using food? And, and why do I feel dissatisfied? What's going on here? And to really bring God into that process is really the game changing part of it. It's not just about the wellness and the health and all the benefits. It's about your relationship with the Lord. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Um, leading and all of us to heaven. Like that's the point of our life. <laughs> exactly. And you know, Stephanie, an important piece of this is that, you know, Food Triggers is a very kind book. Um, you know, there's a lot of shaming and, and negativity surrounding the idea of health or weight loss, which this really isn't just about weight loss. This is so much more than that. And Food Triggers really seeks to allow people to have that opportunity to draw closer to the Lord um, through this process. But one of the things that we do is we start going, oh, well, yeah, I do eat that. Like for me, every night I was so tired. I homeschool my four boys. I run a business from home, a couple of them actually, and um, my parents live with us and there's just, there's a lot of responsibilities. And so by the time the evening came, I slumped on the couch and my ritual was to have a bowl of ice cream every night. I had this strong sugar addiction. And as I would have those moments afterward, 
I, w- I would then have these feelings of guilt and shaming. And there you go again, Amber. You know, you talk a lot about self-control and parenting and you're doing great there these days. But look at you. You have no self-control in your personal life when it comes to food. And I've learned over the years to be very quick to challenge those thoughts, right? To take them ca- captive and to say, you know, um, Satan's role is to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and to give us life abundantly. And so when those thoughts come, I ask myself, does that sound more like a friend or an enemy? And if it sounds like an enemy, it's not from the Lord and I can dismiss it. And if it's from a friend, like I would never say that to you, Stephanie, if you were having to struggle with ice cream, I would never say, oh, Stephanie, there you go again. Like, look at you. You're never going to succeed. That would be cruel. And so, but but we feel okay saying those things to ourselves and especially as women. And so I just want people to remind ourselves, you know, if God does not condemn us, why then should we condemn ourselves? You know, Romans 8, 1 says, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And, you know, there is a struggle in there, but it doesn't mean that we shame ourselves. We take that godly conviction and we say, okay, I know this is an area that I have a weakness, but Jesus is, is my strength in every weak moment. And so I can make progress. This is not about being perfect, but this is about me yielding to the perfecting work of Christ in my life as I do practical things like, okay, my pattern is to go to the fridge every night for ice cream. So now instead, after I have dinner and I know I don't need to eat anymore, I'm brushing my teeth so that there's just that signal of this is a little simple, healthy habit that the kitchen's closed. You know, I've brushed my teeth. I'm good. Maybe I'm putting a little verse on my freezer, you know, that's reminding me that my satisfaction is in the Lord, that I was designed for glorious living and that it's not inside the freezer in the bottom of an ice cream carton you know, taking the time to put in place some of those practical habits along with the spiritual piece of it, I think is so critical. And it's often a piece that we're missing. We just try to muscle through and do these things alone instead of inviting the Holy Spirit into the process to help us. Yes, I have. Oh, you, as you're reading, saying those verses, um, reading them from your heart. (laughs) Um, So what came to mind was um, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 you know, Paul's asking God to take this thorn in his flesh away. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was thinking, what are the thorns in my flesh? And yeah, food, it is something that I go to, to relieve boredom, stress, anxiety, you know, just different things. Right. It does fill this gap sometimes that that's really not meant to fill. And I like that you're saying to recognize that but not stay there. And we don't stay in shame because the enemy condemns, not God. I like that you're saying we need to really watch what we're hearing in our mind. Like, how are we talking to ourselves, and what voices are we hearing? Because the enemy, like you said, condemns and God does not. He just shines a light on things that need to be transformed by him. So anyway, second Corinthians 12, nine, my grace is sufficient. And it talks about, you know, Paul's weakness. So that thorn in his flesh, it was a weakness and he couldn't overcome it in his own strength. He needed God. He needed God's grace. And so I think that's just such a good reminder for us as moms in everything we're trying to improve. Because if you're here listening to a podcast, you're trying to improve. And so just recognizing that shame has no place and that God's grace is sufficient. I actually have that verse up 
in my home where I can see it from the kitchen. But I like that idea right. to put a verse on the actual fridge or freezer. For me, it would probably be the pantry. <laughs> yes. I go I go for um, those carbs a lot. Um, and so that's something that I I would really benefit from. Thank you for that practical advice. Um, and just in the last few moments here, let's just briefly touch on stress. You have so many food triggers in your book, and I encourage everybody to grab a copy of your book because it really dives into all of this so much deeper. And those prayers are so beautiful in there, Amber. I love them oh, so thank much. You. And you're welcome. I prayed them and I just, I could tell they came from your heart. Um, mm-hmm. So Thanks. let's just really yeah. quickly touch on stress because yeah. everybody experiences stress or anxiety in some way, shape, yes. or form, right? It's just Absolutely. a human existence sort of thing. It's not, it's just a- anything you're going through in your life, there, there's stress and sometimes it's happy stress and sometimes it's not right. so good stress, right? So yes. let's just really briefly touch on, you know, you say food does not manage our stress, What do you want to say about that? Yeah, so exactly. Food is not going to manage our stress, right? It doesn't really relieve the root of the issue. What does manage our stress is ourselves by allowing the Holy Spirit to manage our stress. He's the one that we turn to when we need help. Um, There's a couple different verses that I think are so encouraging related to this, but um, Psalm 42, 5 says, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. So just that reminder again to, and listen, as busy moms, I know how hard it can be to prioritize that time with the Lord, but this is something I do throughout the day. Just little breath prayers, like, Lord, I feel the stress rising. Like my body is tense. Lord, would you, would your Holy Spirit just help relieve that? Lord, I'm going to turn to you in this moment so that I'm not reactionary. I'm not easily frustrated. I'm not snapping at my kids. I'm not turning to the chocolate, right? I'm inviting the Holy Spirit. That has to become a habit that we put into place. But it's also encouraging to know that um, scripture says in second Chronicles 16, nine, it says for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And I find a lot of comfort in that because in my own strength, in my stress, I'm kind of a mess, but knowing that the Lord's actually looking his, he's looking for opportunities to strengthen those whose hearts are committed to him. And so you know, going on this health journey and committing it to the Lord and saying, Lord, day by day, I'm going to need your help to manage my stress, to, to do all these things. And stress, there's a real chemical response that's happening in your body, this cortisol loop, this in cortisol when it's released because of stress, it creates cravings, right? So now we're, again, we're like physiologically turning to the food for a reason because of the stress that's going on, that chemical storm in our body. It's really helpful for me to remember that um, Jesus doesn't just calm storms, you know, like in the Bible, we see him calming the storm on the sea, but he also calms a storm of hormones. He, he calms our, the cortisol storm in our bodies as well. And so let's turn to him for that and some practical things to do. I'm a big advocate. I never did this before three years ago when I started on this health journey, but I'm a big believer in practicing something called stop breathe, challenge, and choose. So when the stress starts to overwhelm, I stop, I breathe, take four deep, um, take a deep breath with four counts in, hold it for four and release it for four. Even just getting into the habit of saying, I'm just going to take 
a holy pause here for a minute, a little holy timeout just for 12 seconds. And then just to do that again and just to be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to breathe in the Lord and I'm going to breathe out all the stress. And another thing I like to tell myself is, Amber, you don't have to figure this thing out today. Do you ever feel like that where there's the stress is mounting, you have all these things looming and your checklist and your to-do list is overwhelming and you have a kid with a diagnosis and you can't figure it out and you're not sure how to handle that situation at school and it can just be really too much. But when we stop and we breathe and we challenge the thoughts and then we choose, we make a choice to have a godly response instead of a, um, a stressed out reaction. And we just say, okay, I'm going to breathe. What can I do about this now? If anything, I'll do that. If I can't, then I entrust it to the Lord in this moment. I don't need to figure it all out today. I'm just going to be present and mindful in the here and the now and recognize that I am not at the mercy of my stress. God's mercy is available to me at any time. So we're never at the mercy of stress when God's mercy is available to us. And I have to ask myself, do I believe that? And will I do my part? in managing my stress because God will always do his. Wow. The storm of cortisol that really hit me hard. <laughs> I was like, Whew. okay, God can calm even that. I think so often with stress, we think this is too hard and we give ourselves excuses. That's not the same thing as grace, right? We give ourselves these excuses of like, you know, of course, I'm so stressed out because this, 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 and that's why I'm going to eat this thing that is actually not great for my body. I'm not going to feel good in 20, 30 minutes, but I'm just going to do it to relieve this temporary feeling of stress. Yes. Um, so that that just reminder that God calmed the sea in the Bible, you know, and he still calms the storms in our lives today. You know, he's yeah. the same God then and now and forever. So of course he will do those same things, but it's just so practical. And I like that you gave us a tip to stop and breathe and, and decide, you know, choosing it's, it's so powerful to know that we're able to control ourselves with God's help, right? It's, yes. it's empty if it's on our own. It's missing that extremely key piece of God's grace and his power, his strength you know, that verse again, Second Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient, not our own, his grace. So let's just end encouraging everybody listening that no matter what your food trigger is, you know, no matter what you're struggling with today, unhealthy eating patterns, you know, going to the kitchen and pulling out pretzels when you're bored or stressed or whatever it is, overindulging in ice cream at night, let's just encourage everybody listening that, first of all, there's no condemnation. There's no shame. There's no place for that here. And then how can they invite God in today and take their first step to honor God in everything they do? Well, I think it begins with, again, giving ourselves a lot of grace um, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is Psalm 139, and the psalmist writes, your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And we are God's workmanship. We are his creation, and we are wonderful beings. You know, our bodies are intricately designed. There's so many wonderful things about us and our lives. 
And just to give ourselves grace, if we've gotten off track from the path that leads to our best life, life to the fullest that God's designed for us, I want listeners to know that it doesn't require a lot of massive change even to make really impactful progress, both on our health journey and our spiritual journey. That's why I tried to write in such a way that was very practical, very simple, but very profoundly helpful. And so just be encouraged that, you know, this is a journey. Um, It will have its ups and downs. That's okay. Just because something is challenging doesn't mean it's bad. Just because something is hard doesn't mean we're not meant to do it. And just know that this can be a kind journey um, to yourself and that the Lord will show up for you. He will help you. He is searching for those that he can help. And there's a verse that I think is really, I think, impactful when we think about this journey. It's Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. It says, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. And I believe that God will help us become like that tree. If we trust in the Lord and our confidence is in him, he will help us in every moment, whatever you may be going through today, that you can rely on him and your life can be one of thriving and fulfillment in the Lord. Thank you, Amber. Can you close us in prayer, please? Yes. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Stephanie and for this podcast, God. I pray that you would bless it and bless her for taking the time to learn and grow along with the rest of us um, on this journey that you have us on, Lord. God, I just pray for anybody that just feels broken by their food choices, um, by their health journey. They feel stuck. They feel like there's not much hope. Lord, would you just remove that? Um, Would you replace any lies, Lord, with your truth? God, would you strengthen us that we would thrive um, and live life to the fullest as you've designed us to? Lord, I pray that you would break any chains, Lord, any bondage that people may be experiencing even now. And Lord, I pray that you would refresh us by your spirit and give us hope. In Jesus' precious and worthy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Mom's Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Let's connect on my email list. Go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail and we can be email besties. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Have a joy-filled day. Bye for now. Bye for now.